Locked on Boomer in the morning. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's hour number three. I'll be honest, it's my favorite. Of all the hours of this program, the third one is my favorite. And the rationale for that, how much of it being that you get to leave as soon as it's done? Oh, I... I, Fair amount? I I just like to think we're all kind of... Now we got our feet underneath us, right? The the fatigue has worn off a little bit. Is that what it is? You caught your wind? Yeah. Now we're really rolling. Now the good stuff is... So easy. It's right there. Starting to roll out. So I sort of feel like maybe the other side would be that it's like finishing a marathon and that last mile might feel like a 10. Well, I'm the wrong guy to ask about that. Okay. But our boy Billy, I think just ran one. He did. He? Holy Toledo. You ever done anything like that? Uh, no, not a marathon. I did a K's, half. But I've done those. That's not that much though. I don't like distance running. I started to get into a bit at the beginning of the pandemic, but like five K's where I get really bored and annoyed. My wife sprint for 5K yeah. and call it a run. My wife wanted to do this again in a former the life. The woman that you live with. The your, woman that I live with. Your roommate, yeah. Yeah, she wanted. She was doing it, and then I kind of got sucked in and did a half. So those calves come in handy. And it was one of those things. Don't you feel great? What an accomplishment. Don't you feel like you've really done something? No. No, I'm just tired. I'm just really so wish I glad it. it's over. I'm so a, glad I don't have to train for this stupid thing anymore. I'm out of breath, and I'm sore. What do you mean? So now do you, do you want to do a full? A full. Ew. No. No, thank you. So you're, what, 21 kilometers? Is that a half marathon somewhere else? It was, yeah, it's gross. Don't like that at all. The, uh, the oh, yeah. And then, see, that's the runner's high. How good? It, no, it feels good because I'm not running anymore. That's why I feel good. Yeah. It's a runner's high. Runner's high. I'm done. That's why I'm jacked. This Friday, the big show going to be on location. Oh, yeah. Speargrass mm. Golf Course. Nestled 30K southeast of Calgary. Lots available along the banks of the Bow. Access to fly fishing. Some discounted golf memberships. Go to the website that is speargrass.ca. Find out everything you need about golf, about the community, and Calgary's most friendly and relaxed golf experience. You can ask when I play, and they can give you tea time conveniently on the opposite nine holes is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. It's a popular feature they'll do at the pro shop for you. Did you do this uh, yesterday? I was there yesterday. It's, of course, yeah. in great shape. Goodness. Whew. I was awful. Well, you set I yourself up to be I told you I was going to be awful, and I was awful. And the three finishing holes actually had should have parred them all and said settled for bogey and all of them, but it was just there was holes where I could not put – the part of the club that's supposed to hit the ball, it was nowhere near it. It was, well, you can hit the hosel or the toe or yeah, like yeah. you bladed it, but like atrocious. Really, really bad at times. Barely broke 100. See, Ugh. you can't, you shouldn't be bitching about breaking a, when you break 100. Is that not the, for a guy that, it's your second round of the year, you don't Ugh. golf a ton, you broke a hundo. No, it was awful. Need some stabilizing fluid. Hmm. What about your partner? Partner. Bareth is crushing it. He uh, had a couple monster drives. Bareth Brust. It's a beauty. Was it just the two of you? No, yeah, it was four of us. Oh, yeah. Good little crew. What other dummies were with you? I think got Curtis that plays over in Germany. He's a gem. And then my, my pal, Uncle Yuri. He's oh. back from Costa Rica, so he's he likes, he's been mid-season form. He's been golfing all winter. So you hate it's that? Quite a crew. Guy rolls in. It's like Commodore. Uh, how many rounds you, you get in? Two, three? Uh, I'm at about seventy-five. Seventy-five so oh, far. Jesus, he's so great. He's, he's got to figure it out that whole um, well, you're born and then you die, but everything in the middle. He's got that part figured out. I think I brought it up last week. Somebody asked me, so what's Commodore doing now? He's, it's a full-time job being my Commodore. Yeah, he's, he's boozing, golfing, and, uh, you know, having fun. Yeah. The good stuff. Sleep, eat, golf, drink, repeat. If he's not getting gout, it's an A-plus day. Yeah, the gout's an issue for him. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if all you do is, again, yeah, eat, eat play golf, one, and drink, it's going to be an issue. It's, it's the king's disease, Dean. Leads to another, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Flames talk coming up. Now, we're, we're, uh, we're looking to locate Georgie Richards. Okay. Uh, 
It, it may happen. It may if not. he's around town and you see him, just No, know. he's in. Uh, he's down Florida. Oh, he's down Florida. Yeah. Okay. He's a Florida guy and covers the Panteros. Can't be. I, I guess the one question I have, mm-hmm. we saw Marty St. Louis, interim tag, more or less. He was kind of the interim guy. Handed the reins today by the Montreal Canadiens. Kent Hughes gets Marty St. Louis. It's a three-year deal. What about Doesn't Andrew mean. Brunette? In Florida, I think under a normal in a normal off season, lock him up. Let's go. But it's not normal because Barry Trotz is out there. You lose a Hall of Fame coach in Joel Quenville. This guy comes in, first time head coach, did a good job, didn't miss a beat, but early exit in the playoffs, and uh... and it feels like it's one of those things where, like Trelevin said, oh, we played our best, but man, tip your cap, we lost to a better foe. They didn't no. seem close to. Anything that we saw in the regular season. Round one even against Washington. It just felt like they were trailing all the time. This was not the, don't worry, we'll score five or six blowy out Panteros. Mm-hmm. Highlight real goals. All, no, they, they were they looked different in the postseason. So. Yeah. Like, if you can get trots, don't you? Like, that, 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 that Vinny Viola, I believe the owner there. If you want to win cups, oh. do you not feel like there's a better chance with that coach there than anyone else that's you could have? I do. And so is it not your job to at least explore that? I would say yes. And Andrew, you did a great job. You're up for the Jack Adams. We like you, but is it a slam dunk that Andrew Burnett's going to the Hall of Fame as a coach? Absolutely not. The other guy is. I wonder what he wants. Not in terms of dough, but what at this point in his career, whatever yeah. you would think cup would be at or near the top. I, you competitive right? team, yes. You want a roster you can win with is absolutely would be the top of Barry's list because I don't think anyone's going to offer him nine hundred grand. Like people know where Barry Trotz is at, they know what he made on his last deal, and it's like he's going to get top of market coaching dollar because he's a top of market coach. And he's also one of those guys where his best work seems to come with a team that needs a little bit of push. Maybe you take a team that isn't quite, maybe doesn't have high-end skill and you get the most out of these guys. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't remove you from wanting to play or coach for a highly skilled team with a ton of talent. Well, we went to Washington. They're pretty high skill. That'd be nice, right? Maybe we can go yeah, and... Yeah, you can leave Nashville and actually get rid of some of those plumbers and trade them for superstars. Yeah. Be the same for Torts. This guy's think... playing with a stick that's curved the right way. Look at this. Holy, he can really shoot it. Like, do I always have to come in and try and clean up a mess? How about if... That team's just really good, but we're looking to go to the next level. How about you? And and that's why there's so many teams where we're like, oh, he'd be a good fit there. He's a good fit there. Because the, like Winnipeg, high-end skill forward group, weren't committed to defending. Something wrong defensively. Florida, high-end forward group, lots of offensive talent, not great defensively. You bring Barry Trotz in, he can give them structure. Like I just think of what Daryl's done here, and they're not the same coach, and they don't operate the same way. But when you give a team a structure that they can buy into and trust and works, Look out. This is a team people wouldn't think make the playoffs here. This fan base, the people that watched this team the last five years. Flames aren't good enough. Right? Like, a lot of people thought they weren't good enough for the playoffs in a soft division. I don't know where we fell in. It was very mixed bag. They could, if things go right, they could get in. If things went wrong, boy, there was some really big, like, elements of this could be a disaster. I think that probably across the board, if you can, if you say today that you felt that they were going to be in the running for a playoff spot or could contend for a playoff spot, that's probably where you fell in. I don't could know. Could contend, how many... yep. And like we squinted and said, okay, best case scenario, they can be Islanders West. What we didn't realize is they were going to score a ton. We knew that Daryl could tighten things down, turn the screws defensively, right? But no one saw this season coming, maybe aside from Daryl. I don't think even Daryl saw it coming. I mean, as, press, as much he, as the opening press conference, he talked about redemption. That's that's a cop. Like he, he certainly had high hopes for this group, and he, I, I think he's confident in his abilities as well. Uh, and look, they, it was a, a a really disappointing finish to the season. The way you went out and round two, yeah, was it a successful season? Well, go back to August and listen to shows and read texts and see people online. You would have happily taken second round appearance with this group in the offseason. Massive that, development, career years for half the roster. Goalposts move. Once you get into a regular yep. season and you see what a team is capable of on a consistent basis, just getting in, well, that, that 
not not good anymore. Like hey, they were favorites mean, when that series began. Yeah, like it, you're right. It's not like we what you people thought you were before the season started. That's how you're measured the rest of the way. <laughs> Calgary, Florida, Minnesota, Toronto. Who else had the disappointing see ya in terms of top point production or producers? You well, said the top, five of the top five six. Five of the top six. We're missing one. Is it Florida, St. Louis or who is it? Florida, Carolina. Toronto, Minnesota, Calgary. The one team out of the top six still going is Colorado. Tampa not in there. Rangers not in there. Oilers, if and the obviously season kept the, going, maybe. They were know, great under Woodcroft. By the time you have four teams left, obviously there's a lot of teams that are no longer playing. You just think you'd have more of uh, than one of the top six left. Oilers 11th in the overall league standings. Tampa Bay 8, Rangers 7, Colorado 2. I'm excited about tonight because I think uh, as good as these two goalies are, these are not teams obsessed with defensive structure. Tampa can be when they need to, and they may be more with the absence of point. But you're going to see, I think, great offensive play and great goaltending. Last night we got one of the two. You go back to last round, and I don't know if Florida Panther fans feel cheated or anything like that, but you look at the damage that was done, it almost felt like, you were destined not to win that series with the no-look backhand pass from Kucherov on the tape to Colton, scores in regulation, uh, game over. Three seconds left. It's like, man, can we get get a bounce? Does Tampa get every bounce? Do they get every break? Are are the hockey gods that in bed with the lightning? And it felt like they were a little bit. And that's a team. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm ready to move on from the Lightning, but as, as I sit here now and look at this Final Four, I'd like the Avs to win. Kale McCarr is a Calgary kid. It'd be awesome for him. They're fun. Uh, I don't need to see the Oilers win, obviously. I don't really care one way or the I other. I like that Bob pointed out that the teams were built differently, yeah. that the Oilers may have had a few things dropped in their lap on the way, you think? There is that, yeah. Like just a few things? Hmm. And I don't know if I need the Rangers to win either. I'm almost now at a point where make it three because how, like you said, how amazing in a salary cap world to go back to back to back? Nuts. There, there's that stat, you go to the final or you win, but teams that go to the final and then miss the playoffs the next season. Hello, Montreal. It's a ton. Hello, Dallas. We've played so much hockey. We had such a short off season. We had to have all of our surgical repair done and we weren't ready for the start of the season if you can go triple in in this era that's that's up there with any of the dynasty teams of all time well run they draft well they also had some nuggets fall in their lap what headman two overall after Tavares went one stamkos first overall vasilevsky's a ballsy pick to go goalie that high Oh, they were junk for a long time. If you got drafted Kucherov. by Tampa Bay, it was. <sighs> but it's now six of the last eight years are in the Eastern Conference Final. This isn't new. It's just them being able to close it out as new. And that's why I have no time for this. Another failure for the core. That's what everyone said about Washington. You're telling me this group can't win? You would have told me Washington can't win. You would have told me, hey, Tampa Bay has been to the Eastern Conference Final three out of four years. They haven't won one yet. They can't win. It's hard when only one team can win every 100%. year. 100%. And don't pretend that. You aren't better off for the experiences you've gone through when you watch all these teams get over the hump after struggling to get there. You don't don't tell me Tampa's winning two cups here if they haven't stalled out in the Eastern Conference final or the Stanley Cup final before. That pain is what pushes them. Right? It and they talk about it. We have people on from Tampa all the time. We hear play-by-play people, writers, they talk about being swept in round 1 by Columbus pivotal moment in the organization's history. Certainly for this group. Yeah. Because you had the best regular season we may see in our lives and you get swept by an eight seed. You got goalied, all that, whatever. But they were humming and hawing. Do we keep John Cooper? We just extended him. I think that's the time frame. Like, my goodness, could it, yeah. is that a, even on the table? Like, we, we liked him, but maybe this isn't a guy that can win in the playoffs. What about this core? Why aren't we winning? Like, is this team playoff 
built enough. But make no mistake, that loss allowed that group to find another gear. And if you can find moves where you can go talent for talent or or upgrade, then by all means do it. But if you're going to tear something apart or start trading pieces out and getting less more more quantity than quality back, I don't like your chances. Yeah. I well, don't it's... like your chances. Give me skill, give me Treliving was asked on Saturday. Is this uh, season a success? And it's how, how do you sit there on Saturday when you're clearly disappointed and pissed off and you feel like you should have you feel like you should have won the series? You should be playing game 6 on Saturday, right? That's playing. how you're feeling after that the Coleman no goal call. So obviously if, if he's going to come out and say, "Yeah, this season was a success." He's going to get torn to shreds. But as you established earlier, with the expectations coming in, You've got a coach of the year candidate, a goalie of the year candidate. Your number one center had his best year and is a Selkie nominee. Half the team at career Half years. Half the team, 35 goals for Andrew Mangiapane. It was, of course, it was a success. But you can't enjoy any of that at all, maybe. But certainly not two days removed or a day and a half removed from being ousted in round two. So what... Do, do you really look at this core in Calgary after what you watched this year and feel like they're, they can't do it? Yeah. Are they good enough to beat Tampa and Colorado? Maybe not. But do you like being in the final eight? But do you like... Are it? they that far off from being in the final four? Like, no, they're, they're real close. Would you... Like, how... If you think this group can't win, like, just tell me why Colorado hasn't won yet. This is their first time in the third round since it was like Hey Duke and that whole crew. 20 years. Are you telling me that a core of McKinnon, Landeskog, Rantanen, Makar, that that, that, that that group just wasn't good enough? Or, or are we understanding that this is an incredibly difficult tournament and you need fortune and you need health? They miss Chris Tana big time, just like the Avs. They had Michael Hutchinson in net for a bloody second-round series not long ago in the playoffs. Do the Flames win the series with Tana? I'm not saying that, but I know they're better with him. He's playing with a one limb, and it was their best two defensive games of the series. He's an important part. It doesn't mean they were going to beat Edmonton, but you need a lot of things your go to way to go your way in this tournament. So yeah, get better. Oh, they got to have better defense. If you then get one, if yeah, you can, go. yeah, definitely yes. Any more score? Sure, go and add if you can. But are are you going to strip it down because you lost in round two? It's just you, no. you can't. You need to have that build on it. Not easy with all the, the money you got to do, but, I mean, how many players would you expect growth from next year? I think Dylan Dubé can be a better player. Maybe you try him down the middle a little more. They flirted with that at the beginning of the year. I think Adam Rajic can contribute on this roster. They didn't use him in the playoffs. I think Jacob Pelche is a full-time NHLer next year. That's an interesting development. Connor Mackey's going to play a ton. You know, Rasmus Anderson and Noah Hannafin are not at spots of their career where you'd expect to climb. They should be better. They can be better than they were against the Oilers. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't play well against the Oilers for five games does not mean they can't play well in a playoff series next year. In fact, I'd expect they'd be quite a bit better next year. Whoever you put next to Chris Tanev could have a good year. That might be Connor Mackey. It could be Oliver Shillington again. There's lots of reasons to believe that this group can be in this group of contending teams for a while. You just have to get some contracts done and move some money around the summer. You uh, talked with uh, Haley Salvian yesterday on Flames Talk, and you had kind of teed it up as she had looked at different ways to find cap relief because they are going to need some cap relief if they're going to get the business done that we believe they want to, which yeah. is bringing back Gaudreau and signing Kachuk and getting a deal done for Manjapani, blah, blah, blah. Uh, is, is there a, oh, yeah, I didn't see that kind of a solution to what lies ahead for Treliving in terms of cap relief? Not for all of it, but there's a few things that are like, well, that's actually a little more helpful. Like, oh, Milan Lucic makes way too much money to be your 12th best forward. Correct. Uh, he has $1 million salary this year. $3 million signing bonus July 1. And a full no move goes to a 10-team trade list mm -hmm. after July 1 as well. Or from an 8 to 10. But either way, it's... that That is a contract that at first glance, you're like, no way can you move that. Look at his age. Look what he makes. He's not worth it. Well, hang on now. If there's teams trying to get to the floor, are you going to find a better use of a million dollars than credit for 5.25 against the cap? Yeah. And it's like, do you worry about Milan coming in and not being a good teammate? Absolutely not. 
do you mind having a guy that plays smaller minutes and can beat up the other team's tough guy? No, you could probably live with that. Now, it's certainly not a fit for everyone, but I think there's one or two or three teams that that could work for. You'd like to have Milan Lucic if you're a fan of the Flames or you're a management member or you're in the room, but you cannot keep the final year of Milan Lucic if it costs you bringing back a Manjapani long-term, a Kachuk long-term, a Gaudreau long-term. You just can't. It's a luxury they might not be able to afford. And those 2,200 fans in attendance in, in Phoenix, they would love Milan Lucic. I think it'll be a, a great barn to go be watch hockey. a huge hockey. hit down there, right? Watch the, the Arizona State something. <laughs> No, because it is. The the cap hit is 5.25. Real money, which matters to ownership, is a million bucks. You got a cheap owner? They love that. They're, you're not going to swing a deal where you get a bunch back. No, and That's, you probably you, have to send something with it. But it's not it. like you got to give someone a first to take that. No. Come on now. And, and so Monaghan's situation is interesting because he's hurt. So good luck trading a guy, buying out a guy, or... You know, anything in a guy that's hurt. It, it, you're kind of stuck with the player until he's healthy, right? So that, that that's a murky situation because we don't, apparently we were told he's well ahead of recovery of the same surgery on his other hip last mm-hmm. year. In terms of timeline, he's way ahead of last year. I don't know what that means. Because we were told he was 100% healthy and then midway through the year, it's like, well, he's not again. So it, it feels like it's all varying degrees of injured with Sean. Never like healthy or unhealthy, right? Last three years. Do we believe it's a chronic hip injury? Is it chronic? I know. At what point does it get to be chronic? I feel like if uh, you're needing pain relief, chronic might help, but I don't know. hmm. Uh, Haley had floated Michael Backlund, but I just don't get it because, like, who do you have waiting in the wings down the middle that you're just excited to elevate into a second or third line center role? I don't see anyone. Like that, that he was your best player in round two, and Lindholm Kachuk won two. After that, what do you have? I can see it because there, there is that, and there's, there's no answer to that. You would, you would go out to to replace that spot. Like you, obviously, you're downgrading immediately. But when you make that trade, but I can see it if only if you if you use the argument at 33, you've gotten his best, and two years remaining at 5.35, it's not terrible money. You, it's fine. You might get something back. And you need that 5.35. But you can get that 5.35 elsewhere. Like, but I don't I, but know. I think that, that's can, the point. It's can not, you find a second line center for 5.35? You can't. But that's not the. <laughs> right? I don't think that's. First, we trade Backland and then. I think if, if it's murky with Monaghan, like you say, and if the Lucic thing isn't as easy, that you're going to have to do maybe some business you're not crazy about doing. Right, but I just don't see that at the spot you do it because you don't have a replacement for him. There's other guys that you have that you can replace. Like Nikita Zadorov making 3.75. You can put someone else in that hole and have success. It might not be exactly Zadorov, but you can find some savings there, right? Um, and if you want to go turn players that are making some money into assets, you could trade young guys with a bit of team control and get cap relief and assets. But they don't have options at center ice. So who would be the young guys? With well, if you control? marketed Dylan Dubé, I think you'd have lots of interest. I don't think you want to trade him. But if you needed to recoup picks or find some picks to ship with Monaghan to get him out, like you have to start looking at uncomfortable things. The other thing we talked about is how much of Oliver Shillington's season is due to playing next to Chris Tanev and how much of it is due to personal growth and those tools we always saw finally coming together. They'll have a better answer to that question than we do. If they think it's more to do with Chris Tanev, now's a great time to shop him. If they think he's a great player without Chris Tanev, they're not going to shop him. If you think you can get similar results from Connor Mackey in that same spot on the roster, you go down that road. Neither one of them or even combined give you a ton of cap relief, though, if that's Sure they are. What do you think Shillington's going to make next year with, with Arbright's? That's You're getting considerable cap relief. If you go Connor Mackey's 900 grand versus you know 2.75 to 3 and a quarter, which is probably what you'd peg him to get. Right? You think it gets north of three? You put up how many points this year and played top yeah. four minutes? I mean, it's a weird arb case because he was a number seven two years ago, but this isn't a uh, we'll give you your QO and take a small raise. You have no leverage. You've got the arbiter. And I'm not saying trade Michael Backlund. I, I, I'm just saying I've, I've got time to listen to the discussion because I can, I can kind of see it, but it's, it's down the line and things you want to be doing because if you're – 
if the goal is to bring Gaudreau back and to sign Kachuk and to run it back, Manjapani, yeah, those are your you, three guys you need in order. You need Backlund as part of that part of that group. And I, does he score as much as everybody wants? Probably not. But no, but he's an elite defender, and he was your best player. At a, you're not worried about decline if you watch the Oilers series. That's the best hockey he's ever played. Yeah, it isn't like quick get rid of this before it explodes. No, no, no. This is a guy that just played his best hockey in the toughest circumstances of his career. Look who he played against. Look at the intensity of the building. Look at the physicality he gave you, and he gave you offense. That was their best line since they put it together, game six against Dallas, or game five against Dallas. Yeah. So in terms of buyouts, the Lucic contract really— You save less than $700,000. It's not a buyout candidate. No. Because of how it's structured. Signing bonuses, you don't, you don't get buyout from that. So it's, it's useless to buy that out. Monaghan's hurt. You can't buy out an injured player. But I would rather package him with an asset and get all of the cap relief rather than, you know, two-thirds of the money over double the term, which mm-hmm. is the buyout at his age. But there's a lot. You can do it. I mean, if you have to part with a B prospect and a couple middling picks to get rid of Sean Monaghan, and that allows you to bring back both Gaudreau, Kachuk, and Andrew Mangiapane, you have to look at it. Yeah, You cannot be worrying about, oh, geez, it's a second, and there's this kid that may or may not have a career in the NHL. I'm sorry, you got to do it. The, the value of a Kachuk, a Gaudreau, a 35-goal winger who's getting better vastly outweigh picks and B prospects that are nothing in the league yet. And as you said, the the Zadorov to even say it's a luxury, right? He was making too much money. But get ready for your your third pairing and your fourth line to be minimum wage guys. Yeah, and the fourth line was minimum wage guys outside Young of guys, Luch, yeah. And you've you, you're, you're in a spot to graduate some players. You're going to see that again. Pelche, Rajichka, Makia. I think you see a lot of them next year. So what good teams do? Go look at Tampa's fourth line, right? Boris Kachuk and uh, what the Taylor Radish young guys making no money and they swap them out with two first rounders to get Hagel. I mean, the bottom half of your roster has to be very efficient. That's how you can afford to keep good players. May not be able to bring back Ryan Carpenter. Who? How many games did he play? None in the playoffs, Dean. Ryan I mean, Carpenter, it's a fifth rounder uh, in like three years. It's yeah. it's about the value of a half drank coffee on the side of the street. Like it's nothing. Eight games. Barely knew you. Coach wasn't into it. I, I know s- that. I said uh, I brought it up to you. They, the, all the photos of the on the Instagram and that. It's, oh, hey, we're going on the road and see the guys there, Who's all that? dressed in their suits and carrying their bags. Oh, look at this. Is this a Flames guy? Who's that? That's not a PR guy. Oh, that's Ryan. That's Carpenter. Carp, yeah, Carpe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Carpe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, who's to say? Maybe we should have had more Ryan Carpenter in our lives. Maybe they'd still be playing. You also, you're done paying Brower to stop showing up at work too. Ah, see, a million and a half. Finally, do we uh, do we regret the Toffoli deal? Regrets, regrets, probably too strong, but. That's a not a good playoffs for a guy that all they talked about when they brought him in was how good of a playoff performer he was. I also just think they don't have a fit for him at center ice. Who's the playmaker he's playing with? You brought you have two defensive checking centermen that he played with. I'm not surprised he didn't score. Like the player, don't like the end of the season for him, and now he is on the books at 4.25 for two more years. He's 30. I still, he's I'm finish. with you. I don't, I don't think it, regret is the right word. I, you would have liked it to have gone better. Yep. The player will tell you that, the GM, the coach, everybody will tell you that. And so this is the challenge with the roster. While you also have to try to retain all these talented guys and give out the raises that they need, I still think they need someone that can play center ice in the middle six that can actually create offensive chances with regularity. Not You don't need a defensive specialist. Like, that's why I was, you know, you bring in Yarn Croak and it was like, okay, well, you got a lot of guys like him. I like that player. He's trustworthy. He's a Daryl guy. But you need someone to pass the puck to Toffoli here. So, so what you're telling me is that if Michael Backlund could be your third line center, you're you're really at a good spot. Well, you don't need two Michael Backlunds, and that Carly Yarncroke is Backlund light, <laughs> right? I just think like skill sets. If I'm using Michael Backlund, I want him playing against other teams' top lines. I want him in our end for tough faceoffs. Like I want that guy to be my elite 
stifling defensive centerman. That's not a guy that should be playing with Toffoli. I want him in the ozone. I want him taking advantage of the third pair after an icing. Well, and in fairness, you're, team, in, right? you're in good company. The coach, the GM would, would agree with you. Something S- they Sutter's, kept it together for over a month. Sutter said as much. It took till game five of the Dallas series to break up that line. And I, it's not like there was an easy solution There's sitting no, there. Where is the solution? What yeah. happened was is they put back together the line that was really good whenever they played together all year. Manjapani, Backlund, Coleman. But where it puts Toffoli is with Yarncroke, a guy that's a better winger than he is a center and a good checking center, but not an offensive center, as you might have noticed. It's not like Adam Oates was sitting in the press box. No, no. But, you know, when, when they were at the deadline, that was, we kept saying, if there's a guy that can create offense, that'd be a nice get. So who, who was it then? Well, a guy like Stasny would be a fit, wouldn't he? I don't know. Honestly, I, 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 I don't know that I view him as a... Go a look at his skilled offensive well, he's center. A, he's a better passing centerman than than Yarncroke is, I, and I like Yarncroke a lot. I, I'm saying his name back in November. Like that could be a good fit, expansion team guy. But I didn't envision him playing the middle, and with a winger that you know is great at the other team's end. So Toffoli, where he fits, is interesting. And what you might have to do is maybe the big line isn't together next year. Maybe you have Kachuk. Backland, Manjapani together again, and they've always played well together. And if that gets to Foley, Lindholm, and Goudreau, well, there's a spot where he's going to get some looks, right? Colorado did it. They took their top line, moved guys around. Boston's been doing it for a couple of years. They moved Pasternak down, bring other guys up. They, mm-hmm. they, they shuffle those top two lines a bit. And the reason I chuckle when I say about Backland being your third-line center, that is the sto- that's, that's the topic of conversation that we've had for more than a decade. Love Michael Backland. But imagine if he could be your third line center and not having to play second line yeah, center what you, minutes. What you're really talking about is having a second line that can score. It. Yeah, you number them how you want. Like you know what Backlund's line's good at and what they can do. They're very valuable players. They're just not creating a ton of offense. They haven't had that centerman with the offensively gifted centerman who may have other warts in his game, but you you take them because of what he can do. Well, you know who they are. It's, it's Sam Bennett if it turned out the way we thought it would, or it's Sean Monaghan if he didn't get hurt and old real quick. Hmm. The odometer's real high all of a sudden, right? Like, those are two guys that is exactly the job description. Centers that can create offense. Like, is that not exactly those two guys? When you sort of look at the player card and who they were coming through and how they were drafted for what they did in junior, when they're at their best, what do they look like? There's your offensive centerman. Yeah, in theory. Yeah, and again, there's good reasons why both didn't work out. But yeah. but that's the, it's not like they weren't around. Boy, if you could ever get your hands on one. No, I mean, you had your hands on two, and one is completely defying aging curves and looks like he's no longer a player at age 26, 27. Like, cannot impact the game much at all. Played his way down to the fourth line from number one. And the other, bless his heart, couldn't seem to find a role or beat out other people for jobs and played his way down to the bottom of the roster. Bad penalties. The talent was there for both those guys, but for very different reasons, it didn't work. And maybe you get a bounce track from Monaghan, but I've heard that for three summers now. Two, I guess. This will be the third. It's hard. even For him to even return to where he was, he wasn't a playmaker then. He's a finisher, but he's good offensively, right? right? Yeah. So if you're if you're wanting someone to go back to the original point to to set up to Foley as a shooter to make that contract and the trade work that's it's not Monahan either. You're still it's, looking. It's for a fair a guy. point, but I I think you would use that line the same way. If you have Monahan up the middle and a playmaker on the left and Toffoli on the right, sure. that's the right end of the rink for Toffoli to have success. More flames talk coming up with Pat Steinberg. Yeah. How is Steinberg? Uh, I think he's probably great because he's not working two jobs this week. You know, hosting the games and taking calls to 4M and then also doing four hours. So that's like three or four jobs, yeah. Plus, I see him doing stuff online. He's got headsets on and talking to people. He's ranking the top five defensive coordinators in uh, Ottawa Red Blacks history over CFL.ca. fifth job. Very busy. Who knows what else he's doing on the side. Hard worker. We'll break. We'll come back with your texts. What you want to talk about, 960-960 from your mobile. Sportsnet 960, the fan. You're locked on Boomer in the morning. Sportsnet 960, the fan.
Game one tonight of the Eastern Conference Final. We've got it on the radio. The Rangers hosting Tampa Bay. Igor Shesterkin. Sterk. Sterkin with the six-game home winning streak. Going back to game two of round one. That's the longest in uh, Rangers history. Better than Seems good. Richter, better you name him. Pick name one. Henrik Lundqvist. No. Better. Wow. Uh, Cam Talbot. The last time a goalie had a seven-game uh, win streak, home win streak in the playoffs, Corey, uh, Corey Crawford <laughs> in 2014. Be, wouldn't it be anti-Ranta? Yeah. He just won seven in a row. I don't know if they had to start Kachetkov in one there, but yeah. Meanwhile, uh, at the other end, this uh, Vasilevsky. Future for him, you think? Yeah, he's... Uh, it's his sixth conference finals on a current shutout streak of 103 minutes. <laughs> Are we going to clinch tonight? We're going to clinch? Can we clinch? How about if I allow no goals, guys? Is it a closeout game? Yeah, we're good. Would that be all right? Andre Vasilevsky has allowed one goal or fewer in each of his last five playoff games. That's tidy. Now, the thing is, Tampa not coming off a loss, also not an elimination game tonight, so there is a chance the Rangers could win it. That's right. Because we know they don't. Good luck, Rangers. After. Yeah. In addition to a showdown between the pipes, Spipes. the Eastern Conference Final also pits two Norris Trophy winners against each other in Tampa Bay blue liner Victor Hedman. And that's it. No one else, Dean. And no one even knows the guy's name. New York's Adam Falk. So he's good, eh? Yeah. So you won your Norris your first three years in the league. Fox enters uh, Wednesday with the most points among all defensemen this postseason. He More is, than Makar. He is one point shy of matching, matching Sergei Zubov for the second most in a playoff year by a Rangers defenseman. We got Brian Leach in 94. Is that the top? Got it. I right. would assume. Zubov was 94 as well. That's Zubov. true. He was a sneaky underrated guy. Zubov had 19. Fox now has 18. Kevin Lowe going to the hall, and guys like that aren't in. Brian Leach, 34. Didn't we talk about this? Is Zubov not in the Hall of Fame? I think he is. Okay, it's not Zubov's in the Hall of Fame. Who am I thinking about? The Dallas? Yuri Lettinen's not in the Hall of Fame. No, that's yet. a forward. I'm not talking about Yuri. Okay. Hmm. I'll shut up. Is it Dan Boyle? Is that who you're thinking? No, it's not Dan Boyle. Grant Marshall? Was it Darian Hatcher? Nick Grossman, that's probably who it was. Gross dog. Was it Craig Ludwig and his huge shin pads? Nay. Hmm. Richard Matvichuk? No. The last uh, for Fox, two points away from hitting the 20-point plateau in a single postseason. The last Ranger to do it, Wayne Gretzky, back in 1997. Was Wayne a good defenseman? He's just a player. I heard he's one of the best offensive players ever, maybe. That's what he said, yeah. Maybe ever. Hey, Gretz. You're pretty good offensively, Wayner. I wish I could have played this kind of playoff hockey in my day. I mean, teams are just two-on-ones, three-on-twos all over the ice, breakaways, breakdowns. Listen, I was the most offensive player maybe to ever lived. you got to play defense, man. That's how you win Stanley Cups. Like 7-3, not- and like, we're even trying to go and make a four-on-two. Like... I, I just really believe deep down you, to win the Stanley Cup, you got to play better defense. There it is. Did, was is that not? When I looked at last night's game, does that not remind you of like a, the exact era that Wayne won cups in? I think probably what he would be. Referring <laughs> I get what he's to saying, is, but it's like no, Wayne, you did play in an era like that. <laughs> I don't need to carry. <laughs> I don't need to carry around guys on my back like they're, like a backpack. Less stick work, less clutching, less grabbing. If you're or able need to, to play with like a tough guy on my line rather than the fourth line. Free wheel around. Imagine you gave him two scoring wingers. But it did have that kind of uh you know, Grant Fuhr kind of a feel. Yeah. Grant, if you can just hold us to five. We'll get you six. We're Grant. gonna tr- we're gonna probably get you six. He in the Hall of Fame. Daryl Sador, is that who you're thinking of? Dallas defenseman who... I think I was just thinking of Zubal, but he got, finally got in in 2019. Hmm. Although it might not have been finally. I don't know. When did he retire? I think that's probably on on track. Right on schedule. Yeah. Yeah, anywho. So you are not going to be in studio tomorrow. You, Turkey. Yeah, well, you Look know. at you. Yeah. So how did it come to be 
This was off air conversation on air. Mm. You're off next week, but you're not off tomorrow or Friday. Why is that? There's a lot of summer left. I don't want to just go ripping through vacation days here. I see. Nice to work remote. So why don't why don't you just do why don't you do like two or three days next week? Oh, because I'm happy to take a week and have a real vacation and not wake up at four in the Pacific time zone. I see. Pacific. There you go. Oh, there you go. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. The boys are hobnobbing with hockey royalty yesterday. I think my wife is actually going. The woman that I live with, she's going down to uh, to that town that you're going to next week as well. I think it's next week, late next week. I wasn't aware of this, but we could play uh, which Hall of Famer's pool is that in the photos I was getting yesterday. Really? Mm. It's a fun game. I'll show you the photo here. You can tell me if it looks fun. Well, don't fret, listeners. I will be here walking you through another week of scintillating third-round coverage of the National Hockey League. And Are you doing Stanley Flames Talk? Because that'll be hot next week. I don't know what's happening with Flames Talk. I don't know what's happening next week. Yeah. I can tell you tomorrow, I believe it's a Thursday. Hmm. And on the program tomorrow, uh, it's kind of, you know, and we didn't quite get there today. We were going to go to Florida. We didn't get there. We will probably later on in the week. But uh, we're going to go to Minnesota. Are we? The. uh, You want to confirm that or? Well, I can't. I mean, we are slated. (laughs) To go to, uh, wow, that's a good, that's a good spot. I mean, if you like the beach and you like pools, if you like a pool beside a beach beside the ocean, and nothing between you and said ocean. Well, that's not true because there's that volleyball net and all those bikini-clad athletes. Tough. Uh, Minnesota. Talk of trade, having to trade Kevin Fiala. Well, it needs money, and they don't have any money. They they were spending twelve million dollars on giving the bird to Suter and Parise, <laughs> and I didn't realize this until probably late stages of the regular season. You brought it up that this how important this year was for it was the like Wild. Five million bucks cap hit this year for them to buy them out. Next year it's twelve, and the year two years after fifteen. Fifteen million of your cap isn't that insane? Like, hey, let's go try to win a cup at a sixty million or like what would it be seventy million dollar cap less. Sixty-eight million. Ooh. So I mean, they're not the basement. They're not the bargain basement shoppers. They're like, have to like act we like talk the coyotes. about the coyotes, but they might kind of be there by association. Now, the good news: good young players coming, entry level contracts. A lot of the moves they've made: a little more money out, a little less money in. Um, Marco De Fleury was not that, but clearly that was a a rental pitch. And I like the work Bill Guerin's done. You know we. We'll see lots of Rossi and some of the other guys they drafted high. Who am I thinking of? Boldy, who was Boldy. great this year. Like those guys on entry level are going to be what saves the day because you're going to get great production for less than a million bucks in theory. Never mind the bonuses, I guess. Matt Boldy's a horse. He's a good player. Well, it's good to see you. Have uh, have a good whatever you're doing. Yeah, I'm having a good whatever I'm doing. That'll be good. Um, if you'd like, uh, I could send you a photo from. Uh, Major League Ballpark with my son's first ever Major League Baseball game. He's not starting. We're going to watch mm. have hot dogs and popcorn and such. If that bothers you, I'll just keep that photo of myself. I could send you a picture of uh, Duma? The, the studio and the the clock. Yeah, maybe when you get in. What you want to talk about brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. You Operate know, your locks with the touch of your phone, upgrade to smart locks with Calgary Lock and Safe. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Because you get in so early. No, just play the thing. Trust me. Jogging boat. Jogging boat. Jogging boat. I'll just be coming in. No one loves talking over the out. sponsored that- tags. Yeah. Well, keeps people listening. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. Uh, yeah, so it's what you want to talk about, 960, 960. So uh, Mini not about to take Lucic off our hands then? No, not Mini. No, they need they need people with low cap. Dead cap this year of 12.7. Dead cap next year, 14.7. Dead cap the year after, 14.7. And then in the sunny, happy, happy days of the 25-26 season, they're through the pain. Only a million and change in cap punishment. I mean, you're still allowed to play 
You're still allowed to ice a team in the NHL. It just becomes tighter. And that would stink if you get a player like Kevin Fiala and now you got to you got to let a guy like that go because of Parisi. 25 years old, had stuck in four, five, six goals in mid-December and just goes on an absolute heater to finish the season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'd love to keep you. Um, we have to trade someone to do that. He had 33 goals. Not a great playoffs, though. Booms. My father-in-law just left Innisfail International Airport to Carlisle, Saskatchewan. What's there to do in that part of the world? I don't have no idea. You travel from one metropolitan, cosmopolitan, massive urban center to another. There's lots to do. Have you been to the International Airport in Innisfail? I've been to the Penhold. Uh, not uh, not the International Airport in Innisfail. I, I don't know what you're going to do in Carlisle. I know what you're going for, but... And thanks for listening for 20 years. Um, I can't wait for life to come full circle and see Burnaby Joe Sackick win a cup as a GM. Yeah, I think there's probably a few people to be all right with that right in now. In Colorado, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Which smartass is taking Pinder's spot? Ha ha. Big, ha, ha. big Crocs to fill. Bit of a shot. I don't own Crocs. Thank you very much. Hey, Pinder, why do you hate Boomer? Love Boomer. Hey, Pinder, which hockey school are you putting your kids in this summer? I've got them in a conditioning camp. That's it. They're just going to skate, make sure the skates fit. Gotcha. Get the gear on once for a week and see if everything fits. Yeah. Hey, Pinder. six. Come on. What do you think about shopping Manjapani on the trade market and fill that spot with Pelchik? I mean, you, you have to consider all these things, right? You don't want to, but man, if someone's willing to give you a haul for them and it helps you with your cap pinch, uh, like, you, I love the player. It's a, it's as good a story as, as, as you get. You draft a guy super late. He's been written off at every level of his career. He showed up at a major junior camp and people said, ah, you should probably go college or what are you doing here? Oh, he's an AHLer now, but you just wait. He's not going to be able to play with men. Oh, well, the NHL, they're even bigger and faster. Starts in the fourth line, moves his way up. 35 goals. Mm-hmm. Mr. Clutch for Team Canada at the World Championships last year. You love the story, but if someone's willing to give you more and help your cap situation, you got to listen. It's the GM job. Hey, if Pinder is off next week, uh, where do I get my money back? See, already people looking for, for refunds, knowing that you're not going to be here. Well, there'll, there'll be somebody filling in for him, so it's not like... I think Marty Rose Marty probably. Rose. Oh, it's Marty Rose. Yeah. Uh, there is a hotel with a bar in Carlisle. Rumors. Oh. Cannot confirm or deny. Um, I just farted in the boss's truck and shut the door. Well, that's is good he, is he there or not? It's good for him. I now, think he's not there and he doesn't know you're in there. That's savvy. Is he within, like, is he near? Because, again, you can do that. Because I know what you're going for. Mm-hmm. But if he's nowhere near and he gets in in, like, five or six hours from now and the fart isn't, uh, five hanging or six about. it might, depending on what the brands are like today. Then you just you almost wasted a fart you could have used somewhere else. And I hate that. Leather or cloth seats. Oh yeah. What I hate squandering farts when I could use them in a more deadly and appropriate manner. The if you could really let one rip and not know he's that you were in there. Maybe get an egg sandwich, leave a bit of it. Throw it behind the seats. Mm-hmm. Like, if he doesn't know you're in there, you could really set some traps there. I was in a restaurant on the weekend with the uh, the woman that I live with. Your roommate. Nice, nice room. Like, nice, nice restaurant. Nice I'm not lady. gonna. I'm not gonna tell you that this restaurant is, you know, but it's a nice enough where the maitre d, you know, the maitre d. Gu- okay, you said enough. The guy who is kind of monitoring the floor. I think we got crop dusted. How old? He's wearing a suit. How old? 30s. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's intentional if that's 30. Mm. If you're 70 or 60, there's just some things that aren't as easy to control as they once. You yeah. know, that happens. And it wasn't in Calgary, so it's not like he would have been, oh, there's that fat loser from the radio. I'm going to drop a bomb right by his table. Enjoy your steak, you fat prick. Yeah. Less fat every day. I'm impressed. Well, whatever. But continue. Uh, got an update on the, on the truck. Cloth oh, seats and the heat's cranked. See, that's just a vet move. Well, that's going to keep it around, yeah. yeah. That's staying power. Mm-hmm. You're boiling it. You're moving it around. Mm-hmm. Circulating mm-hmm. it. I love that idea. 
Going to miss the condescending smarmy guy next week. Boom will be able to get an opinion finally. Is that what keeps me from having an opinion? Soak it up, folks. Or is it call, just... Call my bosses. Tell them you want it like that full time. I can't thank you yeah. enough. Or is it just fatigue and complete indifference? You tell me. Uh, Pinder, first mm. first scramble of the year this weekend. Do, oh. I, do I buy a new driver to smash, uh, to fix the game up? Well, Some new technology? Get I've out got there? a hunch that it's not your driver that's the problem. It's the operator. So I would say don't, but... Um, oh, on behalf of all the pros and uh, golf retailers, I'd say definitely buy a new driver. Hey, Pinder, what flavor What flavor of unflavored, unsweetened yogurt do you pack for the twins on their day camps? That's, that's good parenting. They don't need to be eating sugar, all bunch of sugar. Come on now. The one's a hound. Anything with sugar just needs it. Whines, complains. Tantrums, sugar, need sugar, sugar, sugar in water. Pinder, do you not like your job? Some of your comments right now. Oh, dear. Mm. No, uh, I'm just saying, you know, if people like the show without me, then, you know, your job is well, to was, yeah. let the programmers know that you'd prefer to hear the show without me. A little tip here to a fart guy. Make sure the heat isn't on recirculation. Or it's on recircle, not yeah, fresh you, air. You, know, you don't, don't want outdoor air. Yeah, you got to hit that recycle air button. Yeah. Keep her in there. Let her brew. Pinder is a living legend and could be an NHL scout one day. Dead serious. Don't know that I agree with that. You're a legend. I definitely could text NHL scouts. That's, that's, I'm good at that. You're legendary at certain things. Of that, there is no doubt. Let's get out of here. It's uh, it's already 9.05. I'm, you know what I'm doing? You're I'm taking away. I'm you know what? Up. Pat's got a heart out at 9.25. Thanks, bro. Oh, for... What's he got to do? Mm. Where do I go here? Um. What you want to talk about? Brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Your experts in automatic door service repairs and replacements. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. He's writing a Chris Jones retrospective on uh, his uh, first stint with the Elks. Yeah. We'll end on this text today. Fart. Grow up and poop in the trunk. See you tomorrow, buddy.